G'day everybody, and for those who are coming late, you're listening to X-Band, the Phantom Podcast. Washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck, and upon the skull of the man who killed his dad, he said, I'm mad, I must eradicate piracy, injustice and cruelty, and all my sons will follow me, so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die. The Phantom, the ghost who walks, the Phantom, the phantom's always there, but you won't find the phantom. Hello, we are the Chronicle Chamber team, and this is X-Band the Phantom Podcast. Our website is chroniclechamber.com, and you can also subscribe to us via our YouTube, iTunes, and the various Android apps. This is episode 196, and it's a very special episode. What will follow came from our recording of episode 200, which has already been recorded, and was a chat between our Patreons and newspaper creators in Tony DePaul, Mike Manley, and Jeff Weigel. Tony was asked in the podcast if he knows how the 21st Phantom is going to die. His reply was so powerful and interesting that we decided to cut out the 10-15 minutes reply and create it as a standalone episode, which you can now listen to and then read the current story with what he says in mind. So let's kick it off and we'll start off with Duncan's question. Uh, you've mentioned in previous interviews, and I think it was uh, including the interview you did with uh, the Chronicle Chamber guys, uh, that you have a concept uh, for the transition of the 21st Phantom to one of the twins or, or but from the 21st Phantom uh, to the 22nd Phantom. Do you have a particular story about the 21st that you want to, that you have to tell about the 21st before that uh, transition happens, that it wouldn't work with any other Phantom? Hmm. Well, you know, I've I've known I've known for a long time how the twenty first Phantom dies, how he comes to the the end of his run. Um, what's going on in the current story is that you'll see how that happens. Um, it doesn't happen in a present that's evolving in his life. Um, although, uh, you know, a lot of readers may have missed that transition. Maybe it was a month ago uh, uh, where, you know, they might think he was ignoring Maz and he was riding off for the prison. Uh, in fact, he's, you know, he's hearing Maz spin this tale. So that was the uh, uh, kind of the narrative device I wanted to use to uh, to finally get on the record how the 21st Phantom dies. Uh, as far as a transition, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I really don't know who the 22nd Phantom is. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead, but, uh, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about the fact that anything can happen in the publishing business at any time. So uh, I always think, you know, time is short. We need to get get on the record uh, how how this particular phantom's life ends, uh, even if it's not ending in in the real time of the of the strip. So um, yeah, beyond that, I haven't. I would say I've known for probably ten years how this happens, but wow. uh, but I uh, you know I I don't know what happens beyond that, whether it's Kit, whether it's Heloise. Uh, you know, I would think it's very likely Kit. Um, 
But the prophecy that Maz is um, talking about now says that it won't be Kit. And you'll see in this story how if this future evolves the way Maz says it will, you'll see that it, it can't be Kit. It's got to be, it's, it's, um, it's somebody else. You know, well, I mean, now I'm fascinated, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I have a quick question for any of you guys that might know the answer. Has any phantom ever just handed off the role to their son without dying first? Has he just like retired? Uh, yes, in a phantom end yep. story. Other um, it was called The Ghost Who Died Twice. Uh, so what it was is he was uh, injured, uh, lost an arm um, and his eyesight, and so he actually passed it off to the to the next phantom, and then he okay. died like a year later. But apart from that, no. Damn <laughs> team phantom man. <laughs> Simplistically, it's a non-canonical story, so no is the answer. <laughs> And well, I but I, I do know who kills the Phantom. Tony DePaul. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's the guy that kills the Phantom. But uh, thank you for that answer, Tony, because that uh, um, it's it's been on uh, the tip of our tongues for a while. So that's, that's we really appreciate it. Well, uh, keep in keep in mind that uh, part of part of what's happening in this story is that the Phantom thinks he's hearing one thing from Maz and he's hearing something a little bit different. Uh, so there are some adjustments that in his thinking that go on for a while. Um, so you, but ultimately uh, before this story is over, uh, he, the, the, the prediction is there and we, we see how he finally dies and uh and why and uh now the question remains you, you remember the story where um the phantom had a certain fate awaiting him and uh babudan intervened diana and yes. babudan intervened so there is a uh, part of part of what's going on in the story is that fate can be altered mm. question is will it be altered uh, and will it, if it's altered, will it try to find another way to happen anyway? Uh, so that's, that's kind of all in play in this story. So, yeah, so I, uh, we'll see. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to take a while to play out. And I think this <laughs> story is going to go on for a year anyway, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. Is that the reason why you asked me maybe a month or two ago about what the average length of a story is being published in like, like yes. in the comics and that? <laughs> exactly, because I, I don't want to, uh, I presume publishers will want to reprint it and I, I didn't want to make it uh, even harder for them to do so. Um, now, that said, I'm not sure it's really going to break up into convenient blocks for them, but I'll, I'll at least uh, I'll make an effort to not create unnecessary problems. But uh, not sure I can really accommodate them. So oh, as long as the uh, story is great, that was something. That was something that that uh, Tony and I were discussing in the beginning when he was talking about the story. Is 
how we would work out the narration. Do we have periods where we stop and you see Maz come in and, you know, because there is that switch that happened when he left. Um, so we were talking about that. How do you do, did, did, did we want to have like it from Maz's point of view, sort of like he was, you know, uh, narrating the story, you know, do we, do we cut back to him? How often do we cut back to him? Do we cut back to him? Um, right. You know, um, because of the nature of the, the story continuing on, uh, I guess you said this would be the longest story, right? It's probably, it, it could be. Yeah, I think the, uh, the Death of Diana series ran for, I want to say a year and eight months. I mean, this could potentially be longer. I, I, I tend to think it might not have to be. Um, I managed to get that into an entire, that was in one comic. So it's just a 140 yeah. page issue. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Fru did reprint that in one, one issue. Um, but you know, I, I had a, an email from a reader in uh, Chicago uh, who completely missed that switch up about a month ago. And he said, you know, please tell me the phantom is sitting under that tree with old man Maz, you know, and uh, I, you know, I'm not going to give him the answer. I said, just go back and look at it again. You know? <laughs> tree, but, uh, tree, what tree? There's no tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the clue was that, uh, the dialogue is this is exactly the same. The, the, the dialogue that Maz has on a Thursday crops back up on a Tuesday. So, you know, I think most readers would see that and, uh, and they would realize that, that that's kind of a fork in the road. And, uh, there's yeah. two different, there's two different paths. The Phantom could have, uh, could have chosen. And, I think I think most people probably got that he, out of respect for Maz, he's going to sit down and listen to him for a while and hear what he has to say. I must admit, I missed it. You did? Yeah, I uh, missed it. Huh. Okay. Well, it's... Uh, I know what I'm going to be doing when I get off this. I'm going to go back and read this <laughs> <laughs> to try and pick up on it. And I reckon probably about... Did any did any of anyone else pick up on it or yeah no <laughs> even it was even in our chat thing you know part of the that was also that week was an interesting study in how much of the story is communicated by the art not by the text because if you notice uh, the 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 way Mike drew the the um, the way he drew the phantom in each of those two instances, it's different. In one case, the phantom hears Maz and he turns around. In the other case, he hears Maz and he doesn't turn around. He has his back to Maz. So, you know, uh, visually, Mike really, um, really pulled the subtext of that story along. Uh, it, beautifully done. Talked a lot. I mean, Tony and I talk fairly often, so... Um, and we talk about things like that, how to, how to play it. Because again, you know, because you can read it online, you can always go back, but a lot of people, maybe they don't go online 
And so they're only going to see, um, uh, they might miss that day, right? Yes. Uh, and then they might not, they might not catch that. So, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's always, uh, you have to sort of, yeah. So there's, there's the switch. There's, yeah. there's the switch. And I'm looking at it now. I can see the, the, the big clue with the little, uh, jaggy. The jaggy. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. there was actually something we were talking about. Did I, since, since he's sitting there listening to, uh, the phantom, do I draw the rest of the story with the, with the jaggy pan, the jaggy panel border, or do we just say that that's the, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the transition, uh, thing, you know, um, and I, I think it, that was really well done just as a transition panel. And uh, after that, you know, it's kind of, a, it's almost sort of like a, um, you have to imagine what kind of story Maz is telling because you don't really see it. Uh, so it's almost sort of, um, I don't know, postmodern sort of narrative thing going on there where, I mean, clearly Maz isn't, he isn't quoting every thought uh, and every action that the Phantom is going to have if he goes on to Gravelines. Um, but you just have to have confidence that the, the gist of that story is being communicated to him in whatever, in whatever form Maz can put it into to make it understandable. You know, it also goes back to uh, earlier we were talking about how realistic the Phantom universe should be. Um, a lot of people, I imagine, think, well, okay, we're getting into fantasy with Maz being able to predict the future. But in fact, that's the world we live in. I mean, probably three quarters of the people on Earth believe uh, that there are things called prophets. I mean, I, I happen to not be one of those people, but, you know, we... Uh, I think it's completely plausible that <laughs> some old guy living in a hut in Africa understands things that most people don't. So, uh, yeah. So I, I hope we're keeping within the realistic framework of the phantom universe. Um, but, you know, that'll be up to readers. Maybe readers will say no, that uh, we wandered off. Thank you to Tony and the creators for their time and insight into this moment of the daily story which is titled to rack and ruin at gravelines gravelines which i and some other fans might have missed the moment that they're talking about but did you miss the moment did you miss the change of story narrative if if you did or you didn't please let us know now as we discussed before this is only a 10 15 minute snippet of the full two-hour podcast which was held between the patreons tony mike and jeff and that will be released in October as our 200th episode. You can find out more about us at our website, which is chroniclechamber.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we would love to hear your thoughts about what Tony and Mike had to say via our social media accounts, or you can email us at chroniclechamber at gmail.com. Now, if you do not want to miss an episode of Expand the Phantom podcast, please subscribe on either iTunes, Spotify, or the various apps like Podbean, 
Spyro fan, cast box, listen notes, or watch on YouTube. Now, thank you, stay safe, and happy fans. Injustice and cruelty and all my sons will follow me So evil doers will believe that this man cannot die The Phantom, the ghost who walks The Phantom, enemies beware The Phantom's always there But you won't find the Phantom